Welcome to the X Show. This is your host, Tony Shu. Today, we're going to be talking about a subject that is both business and personal to me. Family businesses. For those who may not know, I uh, worked in my own family business since the age of five. Uh, that may or may not have been okay, but you know what? I was raised Chinese, born to Chinese parents, and that's just the way they did. And today, I have with me a special guest to be interviewed. Can you please introduce yourself. Yes, my name is Oscar Galvan. Great. And what is it that you do, Mr. Galvan? My wife and I own a uh, commercial roofing company that we established. Uh, we've been doing this for about 30 plus years. And uh, she opened this company, uh, the second company. She opened it uh, about 14 years ago. And we've been working together all the time. And this is a family business, correct? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Okay. So how is your family involved in your business right now? Well, my wife is the brain. Some are workaholic, but she is the brains. And uh, we make a great team. And uh, uh, we have also uh, two sons working with us. And very thankful for that. Because it just gives you the sense of safety that is needed where it's needed when it's needed. And so how, why is it that you chose to make this, uh, to have to involve your sons in the business uh, compared to them trying to seek employment elsewhere? Well, they they developed the, themselves. They grew up in the business, so they learned the business as they were growing up. And one is a nuclear engineer, and the other one is a uh, psychologist major. So they can learn everything, and they since they've been growing since kids, and they see what we do, my wife and I. So it was easier for them and a natural process of getting into the business. Thank God, because it makes things easier for for everybody, especially for my wife and I. And what is the name of your business? Uh, CS Advantage USA Inc. Great. And you, what, what areas do you primarily serve? Do you do strictly commercial roofing or do you do anything else? No, that's pretty much what we do. Commercial, uh, government entities, schools, cities, uh, pretty much almost, almost non-private. I see. So can you tell us a little bit more about the, about the roles that your sons play within the family business? Uh, sure. Uh, my wife is by president and my son, uh, the eldest one, he is the, uh, uh, director of finance and uh, all that has to do with finance. And the uh, youngest one, he's uh, also in the, uh, all accounting, tangibles and receivables and also putting, uh, the bids together. It's a lot of people work nowadays that involves to, uh, to bid a job. That's all we do, bid jobs. And since it's governments, they require a lot of paperwork and a lot of computer savvy. And that's where they're both of them are very good. So it takes, but it used to take me a complete day or two days to put something together. They can do it in 30 minutes. Wow. That's definitely a huge improvement. Yes. It, it makes, it really makes our life a lot easier. So, looking at what the future of the roofing industry is, how have you been adapting to the, what kind of trends have you been seeing and how have you been adapting the latest tech, the technology in order to, you know, satisfy your business needs? Well, the, uh, the roofing industry has made a lot of, uh, energy related on roofing. Uh, before it was a lot of, uh, built up roof, gravel surfaces. Uh, black surfaces with, uh, uh, some EPDM rooms are black. And, uh, nowadays it's a lot of about energy savings. So a lot of the roofs now are trending to go into the white, uh, surface. If it's a modified, then it needs to be Energy Star. If it is a TPO or PVCs, then they're white by nature. And uh, they're energy stars. So that's why they have the reflectivity that is needed. 
to be rated as an energy star, as well as insulation. And before, nobody thought about it, but nowadays there are uh, some uh, uh, minimum rating coefficient that is needed or requested by the cities to uh, be able to meet those, as well as their programs, government programs, that helps the schools when they meet a certain minimum R value of insulation, then they get some funds back. I see. It's like a kind of like a cost savings approach. Absolutely. That sounds great. So let's go, let's really deep dive into the family business partners business. That's what we, that's, that's the topic of the day. So how has working together as a family affected your business? Well, it doesn't affect. It helps. Uh, working with my wife, communicating with her, we work together, we make the decisions together, and uh, uh, working with, with the kids, it just, uh, well, I call it kids, but they're 30 plus years. It's, uh, uh, it's just a unique uh, environment that helps, and uh, the work needs to be done, and they get it done. And uh, they're so quick that sometimes something that it took for me, you know, a long, long time, they do it in a day. So uh, it's just a very unique it's the environment dynamic that it works. And it has worked for years. And, uh, and plus the safety that, uh, well, at the end, you're not going to have anything stolen money-wise. You're not going to have uh, anything uh, surprisingly disappear from your bank account. And since they're in the modern days, they learned, they, they were born with that, and, and they masterize it. So everything is computer control to the point that they pay everybody directly from the bank, and they have all the information available in a click of a button, and it's, it's it really helps a lot. I see. So, one of the big, really selling points of having your family involved is that trust, because they mean they're your family. So that you you inherently trust them more than you would just somebody that you would employ, especially when it comes to anything finance related. Absolutely. Understood. So, looking at that, how do you balance the professional side with working in the working in the business, along with the Family dynamics, because I think a lot of a lot of people who have family who have experienced family business, and I, and as well speak from my personal experience with family business, is that it's can sometimes be pretty difficult to draw that boundary between your work life and your personal and family life, especially when they all happen to be the same people. Well, my wife did. In addition that we work together as a team, she educate, which we all know that uh, mom is 90%, 95% of the work, and I give her credit for educating our sons, all of them, all of the three of them, in a fantastic family-orientated, putting the values. She put the values on them since they were little, the family values. Love, the trust, the respect for each other, the respect for the work, and and the respect for not to take anything that is not yours. So, without all all that in hand, it's just fantastic. It really is, uh, because they, me as 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 the head of the uh, uh, family per se, uh, well, truly I give the credit to her. Because she, she did a fantastic job and continue to do a fantastic job, uh, family wise as well as in the business. Because she, she's truly, truly gifted. And I cannot be more blessed than that. That's, def- that's definitely amazing. I mean, definitely have going up the strong family values helps out the business. Um, so looking at that, how do you, how do you manage, how do you manage how, how does this impact the you know the personal relationships that you have with your family, with your sons, and 
your sons um, when you're working together. A lot of people out there who haven't worked in the family business before, they you know they go to work and then they come home and they sp- and the people that they see at work and the people that they come at that they come home to are two different sets of people. Well, in family business, it really becomes it really becomes the same set of people. So how do you so what what how do you how do you separate out that family relationship with the business relationship? Respecting the time. You know, when when we're together as a family over the weekends, we don't talk about work. Very, very minimum, very minimum or zero. I don't like to bring it up. It's a process of learning more for me than from them because they're the new generation. I'm the old generation. And uh, yes, I grew up with my dad, mom, and also in the family business when she was farming. It was a hard work. Uh, very, <laughs> it was a very difficult process uh, growing up in that environment and the way that my mom was and both of them anyway. But so learning, my wife teaches me a lot to separate the business from the family. And that has to be beginning from me, respecting the time of them. So when we're family, we get together as a family. It's a family reunion. Uh, and not be talking about business while we do a family reunion. That has to wait until the time of the work gets in place. So when you were growing up, you were in a family business of your own. It sounds like you worked, you worked on a farm, uh, your, possibly your family's farm when you were growing up. Is that right? Correct. I, I mean, I love it, but it's, it's a tough life. Uh, uh, expecting that it rains, doesn't rain, so you can farm. Or the cattle business, uh, it was, it was, it was different. It was tough. Uh, on, since I was a kid, well, about 12, 13 years old, uh, on, uh, June and July, the time of vacation, the school vacation, we, all of us will be, which were one year apart anyway, but all of us will be sent either to a ranch to stay there the two months or to a, Family portion of the family business, like warehouses where we would buy and sell corn or Milo or things of that nature. And uh, it was, we were pretty much living in the office for two months. That was my case. And I enjoyed it, but it was a tough, 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 tough. It was pretty much 24-hour open uh, warehouse receiving and, and, and barking. The Milo and nobody else but me could, could enter a truck or, uh, let a truck go out. So it was, it was, it teaches you something. Yeah. Hardship, uh, there's always a silver line. There's something to hardship. And the lessons that you get from them are sometimes worth the effort. Well, at the very least, you get something out of a bad situation. So what was it like? So, growing up, what was it like talking, what was it like working in the, how should I say, when you, when you were growing up, how did working in that family business all together affect your family dynamics? Like, how your family treated each other? Did they have that separation when you were growing up, or was it all just kind of intermingled with each other? In my, with my dad and mom and my brothers, it was not like, uh, like we're doing it today with our kids. This is a little somehow more respectful for their time and their, and what they do as well with their money. Uh, that was not my case. I was judge, uh, of what I would do. In this case, I is the opposite. You know, they have their freedom Nowadays. to do what they want. Nowadays, of course, with my, with our sons. So we respect, I respect what they do. With their time and their, and their money. Because that's, that's the way they need to be done and, and help them when it's needed to be helped. So having grown up with that kind of family business, it sounds like you didn't like it a whole lot. Like it, there was some pretty mixed, pretty mixed feelings about growing up within that family business environment. So what kind of gave you the, what, what gave you the drive to try to do this again with your 
Poland families? No, well, I have the, the, the advantage that I have my wife. And she's pure heart, but also she's wisdom. She's very, very intelligent, and she really teaches me through the years to to do what I'm saying now, respecting our sons, uh, our daughter, to do what they want to do and give them that freedom. It was a process because that's how I grew up, uh, just follow, I mean, doing that family relationship that now I understand that it was not the best. On my case, yes, it teaches me a lot of stuff, good and bad. So it teaches me what we can be do and what cannot be done. So it, when I was growing up, I didn't see that uh, mechanic of things that were happening uh, until later in life. I see. So your wife, you know, through her, through the insights that she was able to provide. As well as being the co-founder of this company with you, um, she was really, the, she was the founder. Oh, she was the founder. Okay. Yes. So, knowing knowing with her knowing with her support and her insights, you felt comfortable making the the culture of this family business separate from the culture that you had before. That's why you was that's why you were willing to go ahead and give it another shot. Uh, absolutely. She. I mean, if I were if I were not to have her. I would probably not have this company and, uh, uh, and not do what I do now and see the things that I see now. And it has to be the respect, respect for the family, respect for their time, respect for what they do with their things and not be judging them and embracing them. That's what it needs to happen. But I am honored. I am fortunate to really, really have her, uh, guide me. And correct me on my mistakes, how I grew up on some items and, and, and fix them and, and see in a different way. So this mechanic now of this company can work. Gotta be the respect. It sounds like it took uh, some time for you to finally develop this a uh, good, healthy, you know, family business to personal, personal life and boundary. What kind of challenges did you experience on the way to achieving this good knowledge you have now? It, it was really me. The, the, uh, the, it was all uh, challenges in all, in all areas, but it was really me because growing up in Mexico and, uh, with a family top business and, uh, with a different, uh, way of doing things. Uh it was normal for me back in those days. But uh is 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 there was things to have to have to change. And uh I'm really thankful for her but she saw me she teaches me, I'm sorry, so I saw the uh the things that I was wrong. But it took me a while. I wish I had done it sooner and listened to her sooner. Because it would create, uh, I'm so stubborn. So it, it took me a while really to, to listen and to be thankful for the uh, fantastic and great ideas and how great of a team she is, a team player. She just don't help me. She is the team player. And, uh, uh, it took me a while. So I really, I really wish I had Listen, sooner, years, years back, so I would have saved a lot of pain into the uh, uh, mechanism, how the things work, and uh, which now I see. Right, and you you grew up in the in a in a Mexican uh, cultural in a cultural really right like Mexican cultural attitudes, correct? Right, right. And in Mexico, family family structures are very are much more rigid than they are here and than they are over the standard American here in the US. There's a there's a there's a stricter hierarchy of like parent who respect your elders and those and those are more powerful in a sense than they are here in the in the are in the US, right? 
Well, I'm not saying that, but I believe that they also have it here, also, in uh, great values in families in the U.S. as well. Uh, you, I have the opportunity to have met a beautiful people that they, their family, they work, they, they have a lot of uh, values in them. So I think they, it's on both sides of the river. I agree. There's definitely strong, good family values on both sides of the river. So I guess what the question that I'm leading up to here is considering the family, that structure, the family structure, this family structure I grew up with, which I understand is fairly similar to like the Mexican family structures that the, the older generation is the one to be respected and it goes up through age. That young, it goes the younger, respect the older, and so on and so forth. And so how, do you feel like that sort of cultural perspective has influenced the way that you, influenced the way that your family has made decisions about the business? Well, the decisions in the business has always and, and more after I really learned to respect the family, uh, those decisions has been always was the best for the family. Number one. And number two, it, 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 it has to be, uh, of course, great for the business, but if it's going to affect the family, then you have to, to think about it. Talk to your family before you make that decision. So communication with them, because at the end, it is a family business and it brings peace. If you say, this is a decision that we all need to make together. Do we want to get into this portion of work? Do we want to buy this? Do we want to sell this? Do we want to make this change that is going to affect in this way, I believe? So, uh, all of us are on the same page and we'll make, and it makes easier for me to make a decision at the same time that it, it helps all being on the, on the boat together. Because at the end we are. And as a family business, we all, we, my wife and I wish that our sons, all three can benefit from it as well. Not just my wife and I. This is a whole family that we all can benefit from it and and make a living, make people happy, uh, be professional, and and have a happy owners that we work with, uh, respect everybody. But that's it has. It's not just one person making all the decisions. No, it it really makes even for me it makes easier when I talk to them. This is going to happen. Do we want to get into this or not? And sometimes they say no, and I then I don't, because it's just it's just easier. It makes easier. It's it makes things easier for me when all of us are on the same page, rather than just me making a decision because I'm the eldest one or or something like that. You know, it's 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 important to communicate to to let them know that way we all make a decision. That's that sounds that sounds fantastic. I uh, just to clarify for your listener, uh, he does have three kids, but uh, two only two of them are his sons, and he has one daughter who is uh, not involved in the business. Correct. Correct. Yes, and his daughter happens to be my wife, also co-host daughter shoot. So it sounds to me like you've really. It sounds to me like looking at involving family in business. In some, in, there's a lot of strengths involved the trust and the innate nature of working closest with family. But it sounds like I'm also hearing a couple, a few limitations because any business, any business decision will end up affecting the whole family in the, not just the family life, but also the professional life. And so you really have to strike that, strike a careful balance and make sure that everyone gets taken into consideration. Respect. That's correct. Respect. Respect them because at the end, uh, if we have this business, my wife and I, we like to pass it to them, healthy business. And as more they're involved, it's easier for them. 
rather than just make decisions where nobody knows. They need to know and be part of it. Begin, beginning with my wife, because we work together, and then from then the, the, the kids, you know, I call it the kids, but they're adults, everybody. So it, it's, it just benefits everything. No, that sounds, that sounds, that sounds great. I mean, that's, it sounds like a truly wonderful, wonderful way that you have your business run. And that's fantastic. Uh, so considering that you said that, uh, the way that they grew up, the way that they grew up with like good, strong values, it was good, strong values if you credit to your wife. How do you think your family's history and their values have influenced the way that you run your business and how you approach your clientele? Okay, when you said my family, meaning my family here, this one that I have now versus the one that I grew up. Versus the one that you grew up in. But if you want to talk about both, then I, I think a great, I think that would be a great point of comparison. The, the, uh, the old family in Mexico, it basically made, make me a workaholic. Uh, because that's all we did seven days a week. Uh, I work once, once I finish my career in the, uh, college mechanical electrical engineer, then I work in the farm, which I was doing it before anyway, and then, uh, uh, continue on that. And I did work for a while at, uh, a chemical plant, which they didn't pay good. So I went in, back into the family business. Because they were not really paying good. Sounds and, to me uh, like, to a certain extent, getting that job at a chemical plant sounded like you wanted to get out of your family business. No, no, really. When I finished, I uh, I got an offer because they they're always looking for for people. Uh, those places they went to colleges and and you know find people and and. Make me an offer. So I said, okay, let's give it a try. So I did. Uh, and it happens to be in my, in my, uh, where I was born, uh, this chemical plant, uh, DuPont, which is a big, big, uh, American plant. DuPont is huge. Yes. And, uh, uh, Chemica Fluor, that's the name of it, but it's owned by DuPont. And they have a similar identical plants in the U.S., which I came. To see those plants in U.S. And the difference was that in Mexico, there was 500 of us in the same plant in U.S. It was 20 people. Right. Let's, so, let's focus back on the, um, the family business, the business side of it. So how do you think that, you know, the way that though the, your, your history with your own family, as well as the history and values that you have with your new, with your family now, your current family, with your wife and your sons and your daughter. How do you think that has influenced the way that you've run, uh, that you've run this current family business, this roofing company, and how that's, and how you approach your clientele? Yeah, okay. The, uh, what I learned from the old one, what I kept from the old one is really the, the workaholic, workaholic ethic. What I learned from this one, and it took me a while, but I guess I finally did it, is really with making a team with my wife and listening to her that controls control myself to behave and respect everybody. So I will not be making decisions that I will impact their lives, but in a good way. So uh, with that in mind is to really communicate better with them and, and uh, uh, ask for their inputs and things. So that's what really I am now, that uh, if someone has a family business, they need to respect everybody, respect their time, respect their opinions. Uh, do not make a decision that is going to affect their lives without first involving them in that decision. So it's not your decision, is everybody's decision. No money is worth to losing your family. I agree. Looking at that, I mean, when you, st when 
when the company first uh, started, your sons weren't involved at the beginning. Is that correct? Well, they were too young. But uh, as they were growing up, they started kicking in. I mean, at the age of, uh, I'll say, 18, 19, uh, when he, the first, the eldest one, when he came in college after a year, he stepped in into the business. He was doing college as well as he was working in the company. And he paid himself the college. And how long ago was that? Oh, man, that's uh, about 13 years ago. 13 years ago. So what kind of influence do you, what kind of changes have you seen in the business as a result of, as a result of your sons joining it? Like the fresh perspectives that they're able to bring as part of the newer generation. Uh, besides from what you've talked about earlier about making some, some tasks more efficient. Just thinking on the paperwork that goes from reports on payroll reports, payments to the IRS. I mean, everything on the legal portion of it, it's fantastic because they do everything through via computer and uh, the reports are generated automatic. So it's a lot, lot easier than the old fashioned way of making writing hand checks, the, the checks, making it by hand and deducting everything that has to be deducted. It was just so painful. So now it's seamless. They make it look easy, but it took me a lot to to accomplish, you know, 15, 16 years ago, 20 years ago. So they really make things look easy when they're not. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are the fresh perspectives? How else do you think it impacted the business as well? It, it's, they, it just makes things, doing the work a lot easier and having a better quality of life on the personal side as well, as well as in the professional, be able to make better reports for the owners, uh, better looking reports, more professional. Uh, so all of that, it's just helps a lot. It sounds like they're mostly involved in the administration side. Correct. Correct. Okay. Can, can you share any stories about how your fam, how about how working together with your family has helped you overcome a different business decision, a business, different business situations? Well, for example, when, when, when you get a job, you have to turn in the submittals. So the architect. When you mean a job, you mean, uh, you mean, um, uh, uh, what, what, can you clarify what you mean by a job? Well, when, when, when I call it getting a job, it's you turn in bids. And, uh, you're the, you're the successful bidder. So you gotta turn in a lot of paperwork that goes through the bidding and then after the bidding. And that's called once they say, okay, you are the successful bidder, you're going to turn in submittals. So they, they is a requirement. And so they know what materials, what manufacturer you're bringing into the project and they have to approve it. So before I used to submit it just copies in black and white and, uh, they just look simple. But nowadays they do everything in the computer professional with a cover letter that has the emblem of the school district. Uh, so they look uh, with index and they just look very more professional. Very professional, and that's and the architect like it, and they know me from twenty five years ago. Those architects, so they see, and they make the comments. Man, this looks a lot better, Oscar, than what you used to give me. So this is a big improvement. So it that's looks great. more more professional. Just just to make an example, I'm picking a submittal case. Right, and these are basically requests by various government uh, government uh, districts, and perhaps a school district. Uh, so requesting that uh, they need some kind of project done, uh, repair it for the roof done, and, you're, and that's what you're referring to when you're saying that you're submitting in a bid. Well, that's submitting the bid, but after you get the bid, that's, that's a lot of paperwork that which they make it a lot easier because I'm not a computer savvy. I know just the basics. But they, they, they really know how to play, per se, with the world that, and uh, it looks a lot more professional. And nowadays, after the corona, even better because everything now, the, nobody wants to touch papers anymore. They want an electronic format. 
So they prepare fantastic reports, very professional, very good. And it's just better presentation for the company as well. That sounds great. It sounds like they've really made an impact. So how has, how has running the family business, have you noticed that any changes to the relationship that you have with your family, with your sons or your wife? When that family business together? Any changes? Uh, well, like I said, it's, it makes things easier so we can get more time free. Uh, so things can be done faster, better. And, uh, in this business, either you, I mean, you gotta be faster. You gotta be professional. You gotta be able to produce the information that they needed. Uh, paperwork. Or what's required. I'm going to say it's 30, 40% of the work. Doing the job is hard because that's a physical job. At the, at the building, at the roof to remove the old roof and put the new one. But the, uh, the, uh, the paperwork is a lot of work and, uh, it takes a lot of uh, effort to put everything together. So they make it look easy and they do it faster, better, easier. Uh, and uh, so it just helps to have more time and and free where we can all be together and enjoy the family. It doesn't make any sense just working, working hard, 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 hard. I mean, seven days a week when you don't, that's, that's not the idea. You've got to respect the workers' time as well so they can have free time as well as the family. Right. So looking at that, how do you think, let, let me rephrase this. You've talked a lot about how maintaining that healthy boundary of when work is done, when the hours are over, we stop talking about work and we treat each other like a family again. Like this is a regular family as if not, as, as if the work wasn't existing almost. That's the whole idea, yes. Do you struggle with maintaining that boundary now? Especially, I, especially, I don't know too much about the roofing business specifically, but I imagine that sometimes there may be emergencies that require some after hours work. So do you struggle with maintaining that, maintaining the boundary nowadays or the moments when it's, it, when there are moments when business needs become so pressing that you feel like the need to, to cross that boundary sometimes? Well, when the emergency occurs, there's some other people that work for the company and that's their job. So they're the first, the first one that they, the architect or the owners will call and they take care of it. And, and again, I do my best to, to not bring that into the family reunion because the dynamic will change in that family reunion. So, uh, it's me, the one that has to say or make the decision in my head. I'm not going to bring this up because I sent a text to someone in the company that is going to take care of this. So I'm not going to bring it up because it's been taken care of anyway. So uh, has there ever been a situation where you felt like you really had a struggle with, with maintaining that value? It, it, uh, uh, is for me. But if I keep it in me, then the rest of the family don't have to know, uh, until the time is right. So, but once I'm learning better and better every day to, uh, control that and uh, don't bring it up in a moment that is going to change that, that, uh, family reunion, it's not, it's not worth it. So, and especially if it's been taken care of, then I think I'll handle myself better now. And, and, uh, don't change that dynamic, <laughs> family dynamic. Right. That family dynamic sounds important. But I mean, in a family, it's not just, it's not just you anymore. So I'm curious, have, is this something that you, is, do you, do you think that this is something that your sons have struggled with before maintaining this kind of boundary? Because they have their own, it sounds like they have their own responsibilities, uh, responsibilities, and you give them a lot of leeway 
in deciding how to you know form different business functions. So is there times when they have struggled with maintaining that or maintaining that kind of dynamic as the work led over to them? No, it's 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 easier for them because they call who they need to call and don't bring it up. That's easier for them. Me because I'm an old fashioned way. But uh, for them, it's a lot easier to to do that and keep the family reunion a family reunion. I see. So you really look at this. You really look at this as all as a top down approach. It's all coming from you, and you're the one who sets the mood for how for how you know different family reunions or how the company culture works out. Well, I don't. I don't want to be the one setting the mood for the family reunion. I think it's more. My wife has the heart when a family reunion is in place to keep that a beautiful family reunion. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change that. I will not be the one changing that, uh, uh, atmospheric reunion to keep it in that. Uh, so, um, I don't set the pace. I wanna, wanna be in the family reunion and enjoy it. And, uh, they, if they receive a phone call or they receive a text, my sons, they will make the decision they need to make. And that's it. It's easier for them than, than it used to be for me. Right. But you feel a, a sense of responsibility. It's, it sounds like you feel a sense of responsibility for keeping that to yourself and to maintain and to manage it yourself so that it doesn't affect the rest of the family. I could not say it in a better way. That's correct. Is that ever hard for you? It's always been hard. I mean, definitely the way you grew up, it sounds like it's a huge change from what you, what, what you were used to. I mean, how, when, how long were you, um, when was the time that you left your, your, your family business from the first, the first one when you were growing up as a kid? I was 24 years old or 25 when I started doing this, uh, roofing business. And, uh, so, but those 25 years when you're growing, they really stuck into you, uh, because that's how you grew up. It sets your pace, your mode, your patience, it sets everything. So, but when, when you're married, you have to listen to your wife. That's the best thing I can say. Listen to your wives because they're so intelligent, way more than us men and, uh, respect that. And the sooner as you listen to that, the happier you're going to be, both of you. And also, the better it's going to be in your business, without a doubt. That sounds, that sounds like you definitely, that sounds like you've definitely made a lot of great, you've definitely had to force yourself for a lot of personal growth in order to make this family business successful. Couldn't not say it, you can, I couldn't not say it any better. Yes. How did it feel when you were going through that kind of change? Because you've lived that way. At that point, you've been living, you've been living like that for, it sounds like more, more or less your entire life. And suddenly you have to make this change. Do you struggle with making that change still? I am sorry for the people that I offended in that process. It's the struggle during that struggle time. Which it is a struggle. I offended some people. I hurt some people. And, uh, that I'm sorry for that. I really am because it's, it shouldn't be, but it was me more, uh, the person that I have to adapt, change, respect. And it took me a while to do that. And uh, I wish I had done this 30 plus years ago. Sounds like you really put this all this on you, all this on yourself and your own shoulders. Well, because I hurt, I know I hurt people in the process. Now I'm saying what I do, but that doesn't mean that I did it thirty plus years. I wish I had done it, right? And and, and make the decision, family decisions, and put the family first. If you put your family first, you're going to succeed in business without a doubt. If you want to only succeed in business. Dragging your family through, you, it doesn't help. It really doesn't help. Looking at that, how do you plan 
for the future of the business? What's your future plan about this? I mean, you're getting close to, you're getting close to a retirement age. Are you planning on retiring anytime soon? Are you telling me old, Tony? That I'm old? Uh, you may be. <laughs> okay. Este, what I see in the future is, uh, I like to uh, continue, but at a less pace. So the kids, no longer kids, can uh, keep uh, working, making a living. And uh, I don't plan to do this for all my life. Absolutely not. There will be a time when I'm going to tell them, okay, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep traveling. Making trips, see you in a month. We'll see you in two months. Uh, behave, do good. You know what to do. You've been doing it for years, so I'll see you guys. And so, how are you planning on managing the transition to that stage? Because obviously now, this you you're handling a lot of responsibilities with the business for yourself, and which I imagine um, a lot of that is stuff that they may not necessarily they may not necessarily know all. Or they may not necessarily be trained to it to a level that you feel comfortable with. So how are you planning on managing that kind of transition from now until that point that you hit? Well, see you later. I'll see you in two months. It's uh, I've been doing it now, and they've been doing it. And so I've been passing to them more and more and more every time, every week, a little more every time. So there'll be a point where I kind of... Uh, feel that I won't be necessary, which is where that will be the point where I'll say, okay, guys, see you. But it's, it's, it's approaching soon, maybe in five years. Do you, how do you think that you'll know when that moment has happened, that you feel that they're, that you're capable of handling, of passing on this business, which is something that's taken up so much of your life and something that something that you're very proud of having built up this business. How do you know when it's ready to make that trend to hand them the reins and say, this is your job now? Well, I'm going to find that out when the moment comes. Uh, but it's, it's, it's just basically when, when they start doing the entire process from zero, uh, preparing the figure, going to the pre-bids, uh, Putting the bid together, uh, getting the job, doing all the paperwork after the contract is in place, running the guys and closing the job. That's pretty much a full circle. So when that's happening and they, and they continue doing it like that, then it's moment to say, okay, guys, I'm going to disappear for a month or two months. That's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's not, no doubt about it. You're gonna t sounds like you're gonna test that a little bit. Go for a month, come back. If everything's on fire, you'll come. You'll stay a little bit longer. Everything looks okay. Nothing's on fire. Then you'll keep. Then you'll keep living out your life the mm -hmm. way that you want to live out your life. Right, right, right. It won't be on fire. It will be fine. It's 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 a process, and they're doing fantastic. Awesome. That sounds good. Well, appreciate you so much for coming on and interviewing here on the X Show. Uh, last question. Do you have any other advice that you would give to someone starting to, who families who are considering starting a business together, or perhaps someone who's in your situation and wants to, and the sons or the daughters want to join their business? Thank you. Well, you're, you're calling it a family business. So by that, the, it means a family business. Yes, it has to be one person making the decision. That's a decision to the public. But really, that decision has to be made with the family involved. So, I mean, to the architect or to the owner, he only the face that that person is making that decision, but really it's all the people behind him and with him that matters. And do not get up, get or make a decision that is going to hurt your family. It's not worth it. For all the money in the world is not worth it. Because if you're going to make decisions that is going to affect your family dynamics, the love of your family, then why do you have that family business? To hurt your family? Don't do it. Make sure it's together. 
Oh, everybody on the same boat. Everybody pushing in the same direction. Uh, respect. Respect your wife. Take, <clears throat> make a team with her. Make it part of it. Uh, as sooner as better. And it will go fantastic. That's, that's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I really appreciate you coming on. Just one last question that just occurred to me in my head. When you were, when you when your kids were growing up, did you expect them to be a part of the business at some point, or were you expecting this to always be something that was more you and your wife's project? Uh, no, well, I was hoping that they would step in. I really was. When they were kids, I was hoping that they would step in and, and get in and, and, and work like they're doing now and more and more every time. I was hoping and I'm glad that they did. As you know, your daughter, my wife, right, and co-host, <laughs> didn't end up following your footsteps. Didn't end up following in, uh, those footsteps, and now she's got her own. Now she's got her own private practice in therapy. How did you feel about? How did you feel about the fact that you sounds like you were hoping that she would join in, but ultimately she chose against it? How do you feel about that? Well, no, she's not against it. She just it's uh, everybody has. And want and needs to, uh, open their wings in the direction that they want to do it. And we are, my wife and I, and I'm going to give more credit to my wife because she is more, uh, uh, in the, uh, helping them to embrace their own future, Tony. So as you well know, so we are as parents, we do it happily, as you will know, to, to help our, our daughter or, or sons to do something that they want to do aside from the business, uh, family business. No, no problem. To the contrary, we're, the business is going to help that son or daughter to accomplish what they want because they're part, they're part of the family. And, and the family owns the business. Fantastic. It is to help each and every one of the members. Can I have said it, can I have said it better myself? Well, thank you so much for coming on here, Mr. Galvan. Really appreciate, really appreciate your time. Listeners, thanks for wa- listening and tuning in to our show today. We'll see you next time on the X show where curiosity meets insights about the world.